Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Uh, Rose Bowl prep is, is in high gear now. We're actually just leaving Ann Arbor after chatting with uh, Jesse Minter and Sharon Moore this afternoon at Schembechler Hall. So we are we are in it again. And what was the theme from center defensively and more offensively about preparation for Alabama? Well, I think for them right now, I mean, this is a this is an Alabama team that I think you know there are some comparable teams in terms of who's Mich- who Michigan has played. I mean, I think you have you know an athletic, deep defense like they saw against the Penn State, against an Ohio State. I think you have the the playmaking ability on offense that some of those Ohio State guys had. Um, with this Alabama team, and you know, really, it, it kind of comes down to Jalen Milrow. It's a quarterback that they haven't seen. You know, I, I think maybe the closest thing that they've seen to him is maybe the glimpses they've got of what a guy like uh, Alex Orgy's done for them, both on the practice field and you know, briefly in games. But Milrow's a different beast. And to me, when you look at when you look at this game, it it starts. The conversation starts about what Michigan's defense is able to do against. You know the best, maybe the best running quarterback in college football this year. So, uh, a lot to to sift through there. They have their work cut out for them, but uh, you know they're they're at work and it's uh, it's business back to business in that building. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine dot com joining us. Uh, JJ, I thought had a great answer. I think it was yesterday at the Wolverine dot com. I read it where he's not thinking about whether he's staying or leaving. He's just thinking about Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, I think for a lot of guys are in that same mindset. You know, we talked to, uh, you know, Junior Colson yesterday, another guy that's a, uh, a third-year player that could have an NFL draft decision to make. And, you know, it's, it's right now it's, you know, you, you handle those things after the season because you do have that window when the season ends to declare. But right now it's all about Alabama, and those guys are, are taking the task at hand seriously. You're not, you're not hearing last year, you know, everyone, you know, all the talk coming out of Ann Arbor was, can't, you know, we're excited to play that TCU defense and that weird front, and they're going to find out what smash mouth football is all. You know, you're not hearing any of that stuff. Uh, it's been uh, in the brief conversations we've had, we've had with guys. I mean, it's been, you know, they're, they've, they're taking it really seriously. Not to say they weren't taking it seriously before, but when you go up against an Alabama, there is no time to think about anything else. Uh, it was either Colson or, or, uh, or Jalen Harrell who had a quote yesterday that said, uh, you know, their strength coach, Ben Herbert, told them, yeah, you have a lot of time between games, between that Big Ten championship game and the Rose Bowl, but you don't have any time to waste. So every single day it's, it's about what are they doing to prepare themselves to beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I think that as a result, you know, I know there's going to be some uncertainty with our guys going, our guys staying. It kind of has created a weird little vibe in terms of transfer portal and what your needs actually are. But in the here and now, I mean, all all boats are rowing in the same direction in terms of making sure you're prepared to take on Alabama. So where is Michigan better than Alabama on paper, looking at that matchup in Pasadena? Yeah, I think you can make the argument that they are better at quarterback, though I would say that Jalen Milrow is maybe a more explosive playmaker. I I don't think that's a hot take. Uh, I think that when you look at Michigan's defense as a whole, you know, all, all this talk has been about, well, how is, how is Michigan going to slow down Milrow and this Alabama offense? But you flip it over to the other side of the ball. Um, 
you know, that Alabama defense hasn't really played a quarterback like J.J. McCarthy in that Michigan offense yet. So to me, you know, so much about your success in the college football playoff comes down to how well your quarterback plays. So, again, that's, to me, the big the biggest storyline, the biggest conversation about this game, I think the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Michigan's, Michigan does have, to me, I think, SEC quality defensive line depth. They have the size. They have the athleticism. You think of a guy like... Uh, you know, a guy like Kenneth Grant, who's 6'3", 340, um, you know, does a lot of things. Again, not making this direct comparison, but a lot of Jordan Davis at Georgia type of stuff in his game. So to me, I think it's – I think when you look at all, all things considered about this matchup, I, this is the best – I know that Alabama played Georgia in the SEC title game, but really I, I do think that this is the best coach defense that uh, Alabama will have seen this year. And I think it's maybe the deepest defense as well. So Michigan's done a good job keeping those guys fresh. And, you know, bumps and bruises at the end of the year, there are always going to be those types of things. But they're not really super banged up or injured on that side of the ball either, which I think is uh, by far Michigan's biggest asset coming into this game. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So what's your vibe on... Uh, to start next season, what that Michigan sidelines looks like, who's staying, who's going, what would be your gut on that? Yeah, is that in terms in terms of Jim Harbaugh, in terms of players, or what? Yeah, I'm talking across the board. Changes, you know, leaving early, uh, uh, going to the NFL if it's Harbaugh. Just what you kind of envision come the start of the 2024 season. Yeah, you know, a lot of it, I. I I do expect a decent amount of continuity. I think that if I had to guess right now, I mean, I know a lot of these guys are coin flips at the moment, but I think a guy like J.J. McCarthy probably does come back. I think the idea that you could be maybe QB1, QB2, QB3 next year instead of you know vying for, at best, maybe QB3 designation this year, you come back and be a Michigan captain, um, you'd be a four-year guy, have a chance to do – things that a lot of a lot of quarterbacks in Michigan haven't done. Um, to me, I feel like that that stuff is important to J.J. McCarthy. He doesn't necessarily – I don't get the sense there's a rush to make that leap. So, I mean, that's a guy I think Donovan Edwards – you know, the, J.J. is kind of the key to all of it. If he comes back, then I think that does kind of keep this window uh, cracked open and Michigan can kind of carry on what they've done these last three years into next season. Um to me, I mean, I think with that, with what his decision brings, also probably affects a guy like Donovan Edwards. And Roman Wilson has another year. Junior Colson, obviously, we talked about him a little bit. So I, I'm leaning towards those guys maybe coming back and running it back one more time. As far as Jim Harbaugh goes, I mean, the thing I keep coming back to with him is that, you know, when all he has always been a guy that when all of the tea leaves may be reading a certain direction or all of the signs are pointing a certain direction about what he will or won't do, there's always some kind of abrupt plot twist or it just never plays out to completion the way that you think it might. So with that, I mean, I'm, I'm going to believe that he's at Michigan until he isn't because he got as far as a couple years ago getting on that plane to Minnesota with the intent of accepting a job. And he was back, and that's about as far as it's gotten in terms of will he stay or will he go. But um, obviously with his contract situation, I, I think the 
and I think Chris Ballas is maybe, I don't know if he said this on the air with you, or certainly he said it on the air on one of our shows. You know, if you don't get this deal done by this week, yeah, you probably are looking at Jim Harbaugh waiting out the NFL opportunities because that itch is there. It's always going to be there. And this might be, you know, in terms of the opportunities available to him, I mean, there's going to be a plethora of jobs that open up. And I think a lot of them may be appealing for a lot of different reasons. So, but to me, again, I feel like with a lot of these guys that are 50-50 are on the fence right now. And Jim Harbaugh is probably the biggest domino with all of it, but J.J. McCarthy is a pretty big part of that too. And right now I, I have a hard time saying anything other than both of those guys will be here. His name is Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com uh, joining us, talking about Alabama, Michigan, all the headlines and Man, I tell you what, between the transfer portal opening up at the end of the season and this first signing day, I'm really starting to think, why don't they just go back to that first week in February, use December as the portal month, and have one signing day in February instead of two. Tomorrow is that first signing day. It doesn't have the same feel like it used to each and every year that it's signing day because there's two of them and a lot of these deals are done or letters of intent and scholarships offered. So on the eve of the first signing day for 2024, what are you hearing from the Wolverine.com recruiting insiders about this class for Harbaugh? Yeah. I mean, it's going to look a lot like the last you have. I think that, you know, obviously, you know, you want to see a school like Michigan recruit at top five, top 10 level and, for whatever reason, I mean, NIL and, and some of that stuff has eluded them. Uh, they're still not quite where they want to be there, but obviously with the way that this team has attacked the portal, it does kind of offset, you know, the instant impact you might lose by dropping a few spots in the recruiting rankings. Now, I think when you look at this class as a whole, and, and I will, uh, I'll have something up later this week about the guys that signed and how they maybe factor in both in the short and long term, but I think there are a few more instant impact guys in this year's class, and even last year, you know, you, you go through it and there wasn't really a logical couple of guys on paper that you thought, oh, wow, well, these guys are going to have a role this year. And then, you know, you fast forward to this season and you've got guys like Samaj Morgan, you know, kind of playing a big role as the season goes on. And, and some of the other guys um, that have worked in there, too, at DJ Waller at cornerback. So there are always those surprises, too. Um, you know, with Michigan, I, I do think that. I think it's a good class coming in. I think you've got arguably maybe you probably have J.J. McCarthy's successor right now on paper with a guy like Jaden Davis coming in. Uh, I think it's probably going to take a, you know, if J.J. McCarthy leaves, I don't know if that's a guy you start as a true freshman, but I think, uh, you know, a year or two down the road, he's a guy that has a bright future at Michigan. So uh, to me, you know, don't get bogged down in the rankings is what I would keep telling Michigan fans because you look at the guys making contributions on this roster the last few years. And mind you, you've got your J.J. McCarthy's and your Donovan Edwards who are borderline five-star guys or, or five-star guys, depending on where you look at them. This staff is really good at, at locking in and not only finding their type of guys, but they develop talent extremely well. You know, they find those three-star guys. They find, you know, the Mikey Sainer stills and turn them into All-Americans and first-team All-Big Ten type of guys. So, to me, I mean, again, um, you know, it's an exciting day. It's that new infusion of talent in the next year's roster. And it might not look the prettiest on paper, but 
You know, right now I really do have a hard time going against this staff's track record of not only identifying guys, but also developing and maxing out the talent that they have. Anthony Broom, I appreciate the conversation for the Wolverine.com offices. Signing day is tomorrow, and the huge show will have coverage of Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten, and the national top 25 in high school football recruiting and what schools are going to. Thank you so much, A.B., and we'll talk soon. If we don't talk before Christmas, enjoy the weekend. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for having me on.